With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk hello, Radio. everyone. Hey, there it is. And there we are. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Yeah. Count to three. Yeah. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin. Traveling in the world of my creation, what we'll see will defy explanation. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it I know to compare with pure imagination Living there you'll be free If you truly wish to be I know 
Well, thank you. Thank you, Francie. I, I I do. It's kind of like the it's kind of like this saying also is the perfect reason for insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again. And it's different, different results. results. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But okay. Okay. Gene Wilder. I mean. You guys loved him, right? If anybody says yep. they hate him, where I'm going to show up at your doorstep and I'm going to shoot you in the head. <laughs> How Gene can anybody Wilder. hate Gene Wilder? I mean, seriously, this guy was an amazing. What? He he was comedy. He was drama. He was a, he had a well-rounded career. A lot of different things. I, I got to honestly say, my favorite thing that he's ever done was uh, Blazing Saddles with Mel Brooks. I think he was amazing in that movie. I don't want to hurt you. I just want to eat you. <laughs> How many people have said that when they seen a chicken? Am I the only one again? Was that stir crazy? I've not seen Nick's chicken. Yes. Stir crazy. <laughs> With Richard Pryor. I yep. am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Gene Wilder. I mean, oh my gosh, when where were you when you found out that he passed away? I bet you all know. I was on the air with you. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I don't remember. We know where you both were. <laughs> I, I was in the car, and you know when the news came out that Gene Wilder passed away. He actually passed away a month before that because the family wanted him, and Gene Wilder did not want the world to know that he passed away yet because he wanted the family to mourn his death before the world did. Did you guys know that? That's very exciting. They are – I'm working with a bunch of guys again. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Yes. Babe, it's always the sausage here. fest here. It's always the Where is Dawn? All right, uh, so what we're going to talk about, yeah. Jonathan, I know you got my back on this because, and Joe and Brett, I know you guys all got my back on this. What a crazy year of 2016. Joe, crazy. crazy. I. I I have I have the list in front of me, and sometime during the show, I would like to be the MC to just read all these off. I think it would do justice to 2016. Uh, here we are in the first day, New Year's Day of 2017, so we have the final numbers in uh, as far as that goes. Okay, Brett. I would just like to do something like that. Uh, you know, if, if not, go for it, Brett. No, yeah, not now, but sometime sometime in the show as we go along, we can work something like that in because we really got to give, you know, a tribute to all, all these people. It's, it, the numbers are, first it's of all, crazy. astronomical for one year. It's it's insane, I wanna, right? Is, I want to ask you a question, though. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Go ahead, Jonathan. I just want to ask a question. Uh, is uh, Joe Fleischaker on that list? That you have. Oh, that's a good question. Um, so he passed away this uh, last year, and if he's not on my list, I'm going to be very disappointed because give me, give he me had a, a month. very 
big impact. What was the month that you remember that he would have passed away? Oh, God. Um, when was it? It was earlier this uh, in 2016, I do believe. But could be could be wrong. Now, keep in mind, the list I'm getting is not a list I made myself because I'm lazy. It's actually a oh, list I, from uh, Chicago <laughs> Chicago TV, WGN. So I'm going to have to agree with you. He may not be here. There, there were so many. I mean, listen, if you want to talk about celebrities, would you consider the guy that created the Red Solo Cup a celebrity? However, he was a man that changed everybody's life. There's nobody that went to a kegger in the last 40 or 50 years that did not whip out a red solo cup to fill up. Am I right? Uh, right. You know, also, okay, but you're maybe not a celebrity, but an uh, inventor or somebody famous. Like nerd, just for a second, the yeah. guy that also invented black mass, he died too. See how something I didn't know. There you go. Um. Black matter. Black matter. Sorry, mass matter. What does it matter? She's a woman. Black mass is a satanic kind of thing. So, black matter. Black matter. The The woman that invented black matter. And she didn't invent it. She she theorized. She discovered and theorized about black matter. But yes, she passed away as well. That I do know. Um, there are a lot of people that, that that slipped underneath the the radar as far as this stuff goes because it's been such an impactful year with this this uh, subject matter here. We can all agree about that. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. It was uh, May, by the way, uh, May twenty third, I believe. All right, let me, got, let me uh, see here. March, April. You know, every month of this year, or last year, every fucking month. All right, uh, what was his name? Joe Flyshaker. He is a trauma actor, uh trauma star. Uh, they did not list trauma! him. Yeah, I didn't think so. A lot of these these things he was listed on a uh you know, a list of uh people and I was like, Oh man, I know this is an independent person who made this list. Because it's definitely yeah. not uh he's definitely not a huge name on the you know, but uh man, he was definitely missed. Uh, when he passed away this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the funny thing is, is like Francie mentioned, for her, the big one was, uh, go ahead and say it, Francie. Who was your big one? Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Don't say it like you're, like, deflated. What are you doing? Well, you know. Gene, Gene Wilder was a huge one. For you, that was a very No, I'm not thing. saying it's, I, I'm not saying it like that. It's just, you know. It's like Jonathan A. Moody is talking right now. You know, mm-hmm. you got this big guy, and he wants to give tribute to him. And the thing is, is that he wants to do it because he touched people's lives. And Exactly. You know, maybe not in the mainstream or the commercial. I mean, everything that you're saying, Jonathan, is so awesome because nice. he touched life and he's touched a lot of people's lives personally and just like with any celebrity I mean That's the Jonathan thing that we're I about here. love that you're bringing this guy up because he touched your life and well yeah I mean I actually knew him so it's it's even more heartbreaking yeah, when you actually kind of communicated with the person who unfortunately has passed I, mean, I didn't actually 
physically meet him, uh, which was a bummer. But I've uh, chatted with him on the phone, and um, I believe I've had him on my radio show. So he yeah. was somebody who I um, who I admired and everything. But unfortunately, he was, you know, I mean, it just happens. Yeah, and you got these, and I'm glad you're bringing them up because, you know, here's another life. And I think that's great that you're bringing them up. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I love Jane Wilder, and I love, I mean, almost every single person that has died has touched at least somebody's heart in some way or another. And, that's all right. You know, so it's it's really, it's great. Uh, I mean, this year has been sad with, with celebrities, you know, passing. Yeah, and I, I got to ask you guys, I mean, like, Alan Thicke, Come on, growing pains. I know you guys are a bunch of guys, and you're like, eh, growing pains. Eh. Hey, I was, a, I was a fan of the show. I was but, a fan of the hey, show. Hey, what about Patty oh. Duke and Florence Henderson? What? Right? Oh, yeah. so, right. I mean, I mean, they they just pass away so fast. I that's what we're talking about right now. You know, Patty Duke and. Sounds like Nick's I mean, a little late to the party there. <laughs> did you yeah, guys Nick ever? Um, did you guys ever watch that? <laughs> Go ahead, Jonathan. You know, it, you just kind of like. Well, the first thing you hear is that Bill Cosby is American's dad, and then Bill Cosby went through a couple of legal troubles, and now it's Alan Thicke is American's yeah. dad, and then America's mom died. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Florence Henderson. Right. Um, yeah. What's going on? Well, what's going on? You got to okay. First of all, we have to look at the fact that uh, a good number of the people that passed away were that lived good long lives, and they passed away, you know, sure. natural. Just you know, like Kitty Allen, a singer, uh, January passed away last year. She was ninety-four years old. Um, you know, there, there's a there's a lot of people, um, but there were there were also uh, a lot of the, the ones that had the most impact were the ones that the most that had the most impact on us as younger people. You know, most of us are I, I dare say are in our 40s or 30s. MTV generation. So so we can say guys like Alan Rickman. You know, wasn't yes. that much older than us, and he was a great actor and had a, a great influence on us as far as his acting goes. Um, you know, Duke. Glenn Fry. You know, Glenn Fry passed away. He was Fry. only sixty-seven years old. Prince. Then you guys, yeah. Then you got guys like Abe Abe Gavota. Abe, Abe Vigoda was a great actor, but he was ninety-four years old, so he had a good long life. It's the ones that that died when they were a lot lot younger. You know, in their in their fifties and in their sixties, you know, yeah. that that uh, have have a lot more impact, especially when it was something that uh, was unexpected, so to speak. All right. Uh, yeah. Dare I dare I say like Carrie Fisher as opposed to her and mother, Debbie yeah. Reynolds. But, so yeah, both of them have kind of both. Unexpected. Was that? Yeah. That was incredibly unexpected for Carrie yeah. Fisher, and then have her mom drop dead the next day. Uh, that's well, that was you, insane you because Terry Fisher was fine. Patty Duke, yeah, right. and, and yeah. in fact, she watched uh, Rogue One, which is the number one movie right now. 
which I'm going to All see right. tomorrow, by the way. Don't spoil it for me. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I promise I will not say anything. Thank I'm you, not going to say anything either, but Lucas just remember Star Wars, the very... Like the it's Joe Flynn Moore. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, um, never mind. Oh, I'm not going to ruin it. Nick ruined it for me, and I'm like, shut up. And Nick watched Hell it, and I'm like, shut up, Nick. <laughs> okay, I got a spoiler Don't for you. Don't listen to Nick. And we all know that Darth, Darth Vader Go. is in Rogue One, right? Right. I got a spoiler for right. you. Sometime in the very distant future, Darth Vader dies. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks like Yeah, that's it. Bam, that was a magic twins. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I swear I, I, I still live. I was going to you with your oh. eyes. You know, it's just like, <laughs> like as we are Oh, my gosh. And then, yeah. and then the next day, Carrie Fisher has her heart attack, then dies the next day. Then Debbie Reynolds dies right after that the next day. It was just like, what the peep is going on in the cosmic universe? You know. And, you know, and there's something I got to tell you that Nick said, and I didn't think about it, like, Christmas morning, everybody was waking up to, last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next yeah. day, you gave it away. And he died of a heart attack. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 there's some yeah. irony in that. There's you know, everybody's telling you, and then it's like George Michael died, and it's like, <laughs> turn that song off. I want a jitterbug. Oop. Okay, I'm going to hell. No, but you know that's true. You know you're 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 listening to George Michael's last. How many of you listened to George Michael's last Christmas before they found out he died? No, I did. I heard it. I did. Come on. I was listening to. I was listening to Christmas music. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I listened to it too. (laughs) And Nick, you know, he found out. I was like, wow, we were listening last Christmas. And I'm like, oh, crap. And he died. Uh, At least he gave us his heart. That's (laughs) right. He gave the heart to everybody. You know, for some reason, there was a lot next of next year we're gonna listen. To we were gonna be like, "Oh, he died last year." Last there, there was a Christmas, lot of too late posts going on on the uh, Facebooks there, and uh, it, was, it was funny because it was like the day after George Michael died. All you saw on the, on, on the social media feeds was like, "Oh, he had his last dance. He's never gonna dance again." And last Christmas, he gave us a heart. Now. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it's like too soon. Yeah, 24 hours is maybe a little too soon. But then again, it, you know, when we had a year like 2016 at that point in time, you just got to start like yeah. going going straight to humor just to just to deal with it. A lot of people yeah, you want to know what humor means. And you guys, like we were talking roll. about Alan Rickman. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of Alan Rickman. Do we want to mm-hmm. do a small tribute to Alan Rickman right now? Sure, but let's not talk about Harry Potter. Can we do it that way? Okay. <laughs> oh, All right. One, I'm going to play a little clip from Alan Rickman. Is it Harry Potter? Based? Are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. All right. Are we ready? Whether playing a villain or a good guy, he was always a welcome screen presence. What do you need? Something along the stationary line? Are you short of staplers? Welcome to WatchMojo.com, and today we're counting down our picks for the top ten Alan Rickman performances. Have you actually seen this child, Doctor? I check on her every day. For this list, we're taking a look at those performances that show off this actor at his finest and or most memorable. Though Alan Rickman also tried his hand at directing, we're focusing on his performances in front of the camera here. Number 10, Judge Turpin, Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. And may the Lord have mercy on your soul. To bring one of the bloodier musicals in existence to life, Tim Burton cast some of his favorites. In a merry mood today, Mr. Todd. Seamlessly joining Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter is Alan Rickman as the absolute villain in a world of wrongdoers. As Judge Turpin, the Englishman revels in how evil he can be, and he must be, in order to set himself apart from the cannibalistic pie makers and butchering barbers of this world. Service them well and hold their customs. They all have none of mine. Meanwhile, Sweeney Todd would be nothing without Turpin, and the film would be missing the darkness and villainous flavor that Rickman effortlessly brings. Seldom it is one meets one thing's for certain. Alan Rickman's deep bass voice, whether spoken or sung, can cut like a razor. So fetch the pomade and palmistone and blend me a more seductive tone, a sprinkling perhaps of French cologne, but first, sir, I think, a shave. Number nine, Marvin the Paranoid Android, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I've been talking to the ship's computer. And- It hates me. This next entry is a little bit out there, in a galaxy far, far away. The film may be hard to grasp for those of us who haven't binged on the Douglas Adams sci-fi series that inspired it. I have an exceptionally large mind. But even so, Marvin the Paranoid Android, with GPP, Genuine People Personality Technology, I'm a personality prototype. You can tell, can't you? Is definitely someone we've all known at some time or another. Incredible. It's even worse than I thought it would be. Called a terminal kvetcher by Roger Ebert, this manically depressed robot was brought to life by Rickman in a deadpan fashion that he absolutely mastered. I think you ought to know I'm feeling very depressed. One thing to remember if you ever cross paths with this android, though. You may not want to talk to Marvin about life. That's life. Life. Don't talk to me about life. Number eight, Harry, Love Actually. Christmas shopping, never an easy or a pleasant task. Rickman's character isn't exactly a villain in this rom-com, but we still don't really like him. Right, the Christmas party, not my favorite night of the year, and your unhappy job to organize. However, thanks to Rickman's skill, we can empathize with Harry's choices regardless. You're looking very pretty tonight. 
Love Actually boasts a star-studded cast with colliding plots. It also sees the reunion of frequent co-stars Rickman and Emma Thompson in a story where they really had to act like they had no on-screen chemistry whatsoever. Would you stay, knowing life would always be a little bit worse? Or would you cut and run? God. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Uh, yeah, I wanted yeah. to say, I wanted to say something about Alan Rickman before we before we move on. And one of the favorite movies of mine that he did was a very very little known movie, and uh, it was a two person drama that he starred in with Madeline Stowe, and it was called Closet Man. Has anybody seen or Closet Land? Has anybody seen it? Nada. I would highly recommend, if you like Alan Rickman, it was, in my opinion, it was one of his finest performances. And you've got two actors in one room for an entire movie uh, doing what they do. The way that Malin Stowe and Alan Rickman play off of each other as an interrogator, an interrogatee, um, just his acting performance, because he played – she was blindfolded a lot of the times in this room being interrogated, uh, only being interrogated by one man. Um, he would, he would take on different roles. Sometimes he'd be like the antagonist and sometimes he'd be like the friend of hers trying to get her to talk about things. And, um, just all the different, uh, he was all the same character, but he would play different characters for her to get her to talk about stuff. Um, his performance in that movie was amazing. I think it's probably one of the best roles that I've ever seen him do. And it's, it's a movie that so many people don't even know about and have never seen. Uh, it's called closet land. Um, look it up on IMDb, do your research, find it where you can. I was only able to find it in recent years, uh, imported, uh, from, I think, uh, either Italy or, or Spain. Um, and uh, wow. and it ha- it's a region two disc, so you have to have a player that's going to be able to play it because it's not available in the United States at all. You're not going to find it on a region one yeah. disc. I that's, have that's actually a, it's heard amazing. of that. It's an amazing yeah. performance by Alan Rickman right there. Since we're talking about him, it's a commercial. Probably, it's, it's my favorite. Go ahead, yeah. Tom. Can you guys hear well, me? Yeah, I hear you, Francie. Hold on, okay. Tom. Are you with yeah, us? I, I, no, I, I've heard of that. Okay, I've yeah. heard of that, and it is hard to get access to that. Very difficult. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, like, yeah. But if you, uh, if you have the means, I highly recommend you pick one up. Yeah, I've heard of that movie, what you're talking about. It was on the Mojo, and if I would have played it more, they were going to talk about that. But I cut it go. off. Because that, yeah. you know, Rickman. Okay. <laughs> I mean. I actually, I just watched a movie called Bottle Shock that uh, Alan Rickman was in. A smaller independent movie uh, done by the guy who ended up doing that uh that movie about the uh the punk punk rock scene. Uh was oh, it yeah. um the club that uh like the remote yes. used to play in and everything. But uh yeah. Yes, D V G B's and I think he was in that as well. 
because um, yeah. he works with this uh, same director. But um, like Dennis Farina was in uh, was in Bottle Shock. Uh, Chris Pine, Bill Pullman, um, oh, you know, oh, Eliza Dushku. It's great cast. You know, it's actually really good. Is- the movie. thing about Alan Rickman is he did a lot of great independent movies. He he did a lot of great things that, that weren't uh, really paid attention to by the movie industry. Everybody knows him from either Die Hard or Harry Potter. But if, and, if you really you know, want to know Alan you know, Rickman, you got to look Die Hard was he never wanted to be an actor, and he tried out for Die Hard, and he got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? <laughs> You know, I think the next movie he did the, after that was one of my favorite lines from him was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Oh yeah. His heart out with a spoon. Oh, yeah. Why a spoon? Because uh, it will hurt more. Well, that's right. right. You know, uh, yeah, go ahead. That that was great. You know, he's accomplished. Everything, and he never wanted to be an actor, and he tried out for Die Hard, and he's like the villain in the biggest movie of that year. And he played an awesome villain. My favorite scene was with Alan Rickman in Die Hard was when he walked into the uh, the big huge office with that big old map laid out, and he quoted, you know. When Alexander looked out on on his lands, he wept because there were no more lands to conquer. And he was talking about the guy that owned the company, and he had it, it was obvious that he had a disdain for this corporate guy, you know, just yeah. calling him a total conqueror. You know, it was that was a great great scene. You know, and of course, yes. And, of course, I know, because, like, for me, Alan Rickman, yes, he was definitely, you know, and I would say for for non-Christmas fans, yes, Tom. (laughs) I'm sorry, Tim. Hello? Yeah. No, no, I was just like, yeah, there you are, Tom. I thought you were saying something, so I didn't want to interrupt you. No. Uh, I was just going to say... Okay. Uh, oh wait. Uh, my favorite Joe, Alan Rickman eight, movie. Eight, uh, live. Uh, Daniel, uh, call it. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Uh, unknown. Oh well. My uh, my favorite Alan Rickman role, uh, besides the Christmas theme of Die Hard, would be Galaxy Quest. Oh, and so Garney Weaver. <laughs> There's a movie great. that people overlook, but you know, it's a fun movie. And, and, and there we go. That's all I want. That uh, the Alan Rickman list. Yeah, that's definitely. Uh, see, Gal- Galaxy Quest was great because I love the character that Alan Rickman played because he hated doing all those conventions. He was this sick of it, but it was probably the only way that he was making any kind of money after the fact that the the series they did uh and it, i love how they paid homage to like a, the, the star trek conventions it was kind of done in that kind of way to where these guys were showing yes. up uh to do this thing and he fucking hated it man he's like i don't even know why i'm here i hate the character by the wrath of sun whatever the fuck I, he, I, the I, line I everybody kept saying to him all the time over doing and that over. too like rolling his eyes like 
He's like, why am I here? I, I he's got to be there only because he's got no other. He has to dress up in the makeup and the headgear and shit every single convention. Boy, did he hate that shit. He really, he really gave you a behind the scenes look on conventions and what these guys go through signatures I'm out for a couple of bucks a piece. You know? Why am I here? Oh, there you go. But, oh yeah. okay. You want me to? Oh, I'm Alan. <laughs> yeah, you can see yeah. that, like Alan Rickman, because he's so grumpy and he's so awesome. And he's a great comedian too. He's a, you know his comedic yeah. stuff that he's done. I know he's so funny, and everybody great, took him as a, great a serious actor. actor. Like you know, because I he, he did the Hardy. Alan Rickman. Sold it, sold it, yeah. Right. <laughs> and I mean, so when we look at Die Hard, when we look at Die Hard, you can say Alan Rickman was my favorite fucking character in that movie. <laughs> he was the guy when he came out and said, um, "I'm sorry, but your boss won't be joining you for the rest of his life." I mean, that's classic. <laughs> I know he was great. He's the perfect bad guy because he's so sarcastic. Like, right. and even like they said in Mojo just now with Love Actually, he was great in Love Actually. So what do you want, a stapler? No. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I want a stapler. If you've seen I Love Actually, you know what I'm talking about. Brett, you chuckled, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was chuckling at Joe, too. <laughs> because yeah, you know, I need a stapler. Someone I mean, please. <laughs> Alan Rickman, you are missed. Do you agree? Oh yeah, Alan Rickman. Oh, most definitely. Should we go through the list? I want to talk about something that a lot of people don't even realize. If I can say, just in October, yes. my list Jonathan. my list reads October twenty third. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Pete Burns just for a little bit. Anybody know Pete Burns? Oh, I know Pete. Yes. I've heard of Pete Burns. Uh, Pete Burns yes, was a major round, influence round, on me back round, in the 80s. Baby. That's right. Uh, Dead or Alive was a huge band yes. back in the 80s. And the scene, I know you guys probably can't believe this, but in the 1980s, I was yeah. I was a bit in the 80s disco scene for a little while. And uh, Dead what? or Alive was a huge, huge influence on me musically and the music that I had written from that point on. Uh, an amazing band, but Pete Burns, he was only 57 years old. He had gone through a lot of plastic surgery. Let's just get that all out on the table right there. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that Wait, was a big one. You're older than me. We talk about personal things. Spin me round, round guy, right? Yes, yeah, you spin me round, round guy. Round exactly. Round round. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of musicians hair. that had passed away. That was a big one for me. And there were two others that were really huge for me, which we can get in at another time because – I'm kind of dominating the conversation, and I really don't want to do that. No, here. no, uh, dominate it. That's why you're here. Look at her dominating. Oh, hey, hello. Welcome to the new show. Brett dominates the show. Coming soon Wait. to Fox. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, so, Pete Burns died. You know, I did not know so, that. Pete Burns, yeah, he passed away in October. He was one of the later ones in October. Yeah. Patty Duke. Um, Patty yeah, Duke. Patty Duke. Know, is, yeah, I heard that twice now. Let's talk about Patty Duke. Oh, yeah. Patty 
Duke. Miracle Long Worker. Petty Duke yeah. show. Right. Curse of the Black Widow. Yeah. 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 The, the, the TV, TV movie. movie. Yeah. Well, the, was the Patty Duke show the one with like the two cousins or something? Yeah, there were two cousins. Identical they look alike and talk alike. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I remember that on like Nick at Night. Uh, there was yeah. show like yeah. back in the day, Nick used to show like instead of showing Full House and and yeah. stuff like that, wow. he used to show the old fifties uh, and sixties uh, TV shows, and I would I would watch that like. I don't know. I didn't really find it that funny when I was a kid because I guess it wasn't my. It was adult, um, more adult oriented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was a adults would have laughed. I probably would laugh at it now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And adult oriented, I don't mean like offensive or anything. It's more like kids. It's not the kind of show that was that kids could really subscribe to. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it was like adult yeah. humor, as far as like you know. I don't know, things that are just more funny for adults, you know, to get into. But, right. you know, just like the Dick Van Dyke show and things yeah, like yeah, that. Exactly. Like, same, same thing more and more. See, yeah. I think of her more from the 70s made-for-TV horror Wait, movies Can I lately. say something? Yeah. Uh, Pete Burns, when he passed away, he looked like Cher with yeah. overdrawn like I said, lips. Pete- Pete Burns had a lot of work done, man. Oh, <laughs> a lot man. Of work done. Now his lips are... Wow. <laughs> Did he want to look yeah, like Cher? I think he went uh, the route of Michael Jackson oh, with his plastic yeah, surgery. He wanted to look like Diana Ross. Yeah, he was yeah. going hard for, for a different, uh, like, I don't like me and I've got to be someone else kind of thing. You know. But he had an awesome yeah. voice, man. His voice, then, no matter what like, he did to his face, his voice was always awesome. You By the way, Patty Duke passed away in May Yeah, that's, that's yeah. probably the only song you know by Dead or Alive, right? That's right. There are only <laughs> one hit. But then again, <laughs> who knows? Maybe he'll bring out the best of away? the Dead or Alive. He was on Celebrity Apprentice. Donald Trump would have looked at him in one second and said, You're fired. Oh, You're but fired. Apprentice with yeah. um, yes. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be here, but uh, you know, I, I'm not on the you Celebrity Apprentice. Canada. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to be. Uh, I feel you, Joe. But, I feel you right there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, uh, Donald. Uh, Donald wants me on that show. No thanks. I'd rather take my chance not on the Bachelor Bachelor either, but hey. Oh, uh, Joe, hey, you hey, would be hey. awesome on the Bachelor. <laughs> Hello, you welcome to Bachelor you, Island. Joe, Joe is the epitome <laughs> of an of a Bachelor. You would be awesome. I would love to see you with your top hat and and your beard and just show up on that. I totally I'm agree with that one. Hello. I'm a man I of my own that is my I've, replacement. I've been in a couple uh, of movies. Aw. Yeah, that's true. I have a man with uh, a plan. Somewhere uh, in line. I know what I want to do in yeah, my life. Women was black, yeah, Joe. <laughs> yes, it would, but I, I don't know, man. Uh, but, yeah, so talk about more deaths. You know, I, I'm sorry. Uh, 
I, I, I know Betty White's still with us, so thank be to God. Thank God. For, oh, thank God for that. Betty uh, White what, is still alive. What was the thing going on? It was a, it was a, 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 a GoFundMe or something like that. Some guy started on New Year's Eve to, to, to save Betty White from 2016. And I guess, you know, they're claiming that they raised, you know, several thousand dollars. Uh, $2,000, $3,000 to save Betty White from 2016. Evidently, it worked. Um, but the cool thing about the guy that started this joke campaign was money was collected through the through the account. And he said if if uh, Betty White didn't want the money, he would donate to uh, a charity. And I believe Very he's nice. in the process of Does doing he so. Has, uh, paid my electrical bill? No, it's it's going to be for for a true charity, accordingly from what the guy says. I don't know. I mean, everybody does some shady oh. shit here and there. It you could have been yeah. shady White kind of endeavor. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh no, here, man. here we know. go. Now, hold on, here we go. Since Jonathan Moody is on the line, uh, and we're talking about GoFundMe, uh, <laughs> Jonathan, you want to uh, put it out there? Plug it, oh, baby. Okay. Uh-huh. Man. Well, today today we uh, launched a uh, GoFundMe for my uh, series that uh, we're doing this uh, spring called The Invited. Uh, we've tried we've tried to raise money before. We've actually raised enough money to shoot a pilot before, but we're kind of need finishing funds for the rest of it. So if you go to the uh, GoFundMe.com backslash The Invited uh, the series, um, you can uh, you can basically find it on there. Um, By the way, that's a forward slash, sir. Don't get the address confused. <laughs> okay, forward slash. <laughs> yeah. Something slash. Slash. Yeah. yeah I knew there was Not a reason me. I was on the show tonight. To help everybody else. <laughs> that's right. To help us. Grammar, uh, grammar is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, since we were talking about that, I figured we'd get Jonathan that plug for his uh, GoFundMe uh, spot. And Absolutely. people, please help. Uh, you know, if you can donate, uh, I mean, all you need to donate is at least a dollar. You know, I mean, if you get a yeah. dollar, you get at least the social you know, media. There's, there's one thing that I've got to say about Jonathan A. Moody. He's been on the show for several times, and today I, I messaged him like, Jonathan, you want to be on the show? Okay, <laughs> you know. Jonathan A. Moody is, without a doubt, one of the most stand-up guys. Oh, I mean, Joe thanks. and Brett, you guys are too, but Jonathan A. Moody is also there. If you need something, hey, Jonathan, you want to call in? Yep, I'm there. I mean, you're one of the most stand-up guys I know. Oh, thanks. And I know that that if you say that you're going to get something done, you're going to get it done. Sounds like it may take a little longer than I want, but, uh, yeah, it'll get done. (laughs) Sometimes it does. I mean, but you're also going to get it done. And honestly, I mean, like, if I, I ever need you, you're there. And I want to hey, thank uh, you. Hey, Jonathan? Yes. This sure. Is Brett Cruson here. Uh, I need a no, million dollars. I was, was going to 
to tell Jonathan that thank you for being well, there for everything. I mean, can you get that done? or? Uh, it, it may take me uh, a thousand years, but sure. Well, I'll sure. After, yeah, after that thousand years, man, you can collect um, that milk. <laughs> Well, that, well, they'll be included because, uh, you know, I could pass out. <laughs> That's right. We'll carbonate you right now, like in Han Solo, and the Empire Strikes Back. And, you know, in a thousand years, we'll come to unfreeze you. And go, like, here, Brad, here's your million dollars. Oh, awesome, because oh. I won't even have to wait. <laughs> yeah, I said. Give them a million dollars in the Monopoly money. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's ever asshole. tried to, like, you know, buy something with that uh, Monopoly money. You know, it's funny because I had a bet going on back in, um, I think I was in fifth grade. Uh, and we were talking about uh, there was a there was this bully in my elementary school. And uh, he wanted to make a bet with me, and his information was all wrong. Uh, it was on the um, Star Wars. Uh, I believe it was The Empire Strikes Back, and we were talking about a, a certain – and I was a Star Wars fanatic, and uh, I still am, but not quite like I used to be when I was a kid. But we had made a bet for like, I don't know, five bucks or based on some kind of uh, event in, in that movie – and uh, he was telling me, no, it was this. And I'm like, no, you're wrong because I, I got my research done and I know it. And he goes, all right, well, I'll bet you five bucks. I'm like, okay, bring me the proof the next day, he said. Okay, so I came to school with the proof. I had it on paper and everything. And, and I showed it to him and he goes, all right, you win. Here's five bucks. And he handed me a $5 Monopoly mode. And I said, what the fuck, you know? And he says, dude, you never said, like, real money. You just said $5. I got screwed. There you go. I got screwed. And I was right. That's what made it even worse. It was like the sting was so bad. I had that $5 Monopoly for like, I don't know, another year or two just looking at it going, wow, I got to figure out a better way to do this kind of thing. If I'm going to make a bet, I don't want fake whiskey. I want real whiskey. Okay. That went over everybody's head right there on (laughs) <laughs> yes, you want really whiskey? I'll, I'll save me. Uh, but yes, you know, you know, and this year has been really, as we said, a bad year for singers, celebs, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards. I know. Uh, I think the guy who wrote Watership Down died recently before the new year. Uh, for all you book fans, I know there are many of you. Uh, he passed away. Uh, then, of course, the big shock and the surprise of David Bowie passing in the beginning of the year. That was yeah. a big uh, surprise. Wait. Wait. Hmm? Wait, wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. I got to go down. Hold on. How about if we play a David Bowie song? Go ahead. Oh, Rebel, yeah. Rebel, sure. Absolutely. I think rebel, that rebel. would be. Um, let's see here. Filmmaking. David Bowie on on religion. David Bowie. Oh, I'm not wearing my reading glasses. 
For me, it really is about the album itself and the contents of the album. You know, it doesn't necessarily... I mean, I've had big hits with albums that I really despise, frankly. You know, albums I don't like, and they've done really, really well. Uh, and it always has to be about the material on the album. And, and whether, in hindsight, and pretty fast hindsight, hindsight within like a month or two of having made it, the album, if I can really look at it and say this was definitely the very best kind of work I could have done at that particular time. And I feel that very much with reality. It uh, stands up well. It's, uh, it's, uh, the songs were really made for playing live. And, uh, you know, we're managing to get a good lot of them done on these shows. My presumption is that because I'm enjoying what I'm doing and believe in the songs, then that enthusiasm will pass over into the audience as well and they'll pick up on that. So it uh, becomes... Uh, a two-way avenue, man. I really don't look at any any gig other than it being a club. I I'm, I'm really try and go on with that. You know, I go I go on aiming to have a really good time, and so does the band. I mean, there's no point in us getting on the stage. Nothing is a life-threatening situation, you know what I mean? It's just a going up and playing a bunch of songs. It's no co more complicated than that. And doing it in front of 100 or 200 people, or as many as bothered to come here tonight, which is backed out, I understand. Um, there really is no difference, you know, and uh, you've got to go on knowing you're going to have a great time. What did David Bowie think about David Bowie? Um, well, all right, I find that I'm a, a person who um, can um, take on the guises of, of different people that I meet. I can switch accents in, in seconds of meeting somebody and I can adopt their accent. I've always found that I collect. I'm a collector. Um, and I've always just seemed to collect personalities, um, ideas. I have a hodgepodge philosophy, which really is very minimal. Um, very Do you believe in God? What? Do you believe in God? Um, I believe in an energy form, but I'm not, I, wouldn't, uh, put, I wouldn't like to put a name to it. Do you indulge in any form of worship? Um, uh, life. I love life very much indeed. Mm. You split people down the middle, don't you, a lot? Uh, that is to say that people are, are hostile to you or they're, or they're totally indifferent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, kind of, what kind of reaction do you get from the people who are, are violently in favour of you? I mean, do you get fan mail? Yes, a lot. What, um, is it scabrous or dangerous <laughs> or interesting or exciting? It's very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> in what way? Um, well, uh, I seem to draw a lot of fantasies out of people. A lot of fan mail I get. A lot of it is awfully nice. I mean, they, they say, um, how's your baby and how's your wife and what's your mum's name and things like that. And lot, but some of them are worth framing. Can you tell us about one or two of the framed ones? No, I couldn't really. No, they really are quite heavy. <laughs> 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 heavy duty letters, they are. Heavy duty. Heavy duty. Uh, du sorry, duty. Do I drop me tea sometimes. They said duty. Duty. Yeah. Having the duty party of five. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome is that? that you, you know, you can go back and listen to them. And, you know, yep. uh, there was something I was uh, listening to on the radio is that everybody was saying that, you know, the music died 
George Michael died. Prince died. David Bowie, yes, David David Bowie. Bowie died. Well, Pete Byrne. And, oh, Pete Byrne. And Lemmy from Motorhead. And they were like, what's yep. the difference Lemmy, between uh, Lemmy. Elvis Presley dying today and everybody dying now? Michael Jackson, oh my gosh. Oh, How intense was that? Do you guys remember when where you were when Michael Jackson died? I remember where I was, but I don't remember what I was doing. I remember where I was. I was in the backyard at the Brookfield uh, at the house, and J.L. Patello actually called me. And on Francie and Friends, we were going to do a little Michael Jackson parody, and he's like, we cannot do it because Michael Jackson died. And my niece, Michaela, who's been on the yeah. show, she loves Michael Jackson. And I was like, wait, Michael Jackson? And I looked at my mom and my brother up there, and I was like, Michael Jackson died. And Kayla was at my the other grandparents' house of, you know, not my, she's not my child, but, you know, my uh-huh. brother's grandparents. And his first words was, call the grandparents, don't let Kayla watch the news. <laughs> because yeah. she loves Michael, you know. And <laughs> there's something that this guy brought up. I was watching news radio. Why is it so vital now? It's more important than when Elvis died. Oh, okay, Elvis died. Yeah. MV generation. Well, if you, if we watched George it, Michael oh, shake his butt, and I gotta have exactly. faith, the faith, the faith. And yeah. when, we you, when you think ahead. about the, the generation, go ahead, Brett. You guys agree? Yeah, hold on. It is. Go ahead, Brett. I agree. It's you know when you when you talk about Elvis Presley, you know he died in the '60s and we weren't even born yet. So of course it's not going to affect us as much as uh, those that we had known while we were alive that that had influence over us that uh, you know molded us with their music. Um, well, as not the years only that, by, but we a, watched them in our living rooms. How many times you tune in to MTV and saying, give me George Michael? Of course. But we have to also remember. Am I right? Or right? How many times in our living rooms did we watch you spin me right round, baby, right round, like we just talked about? How many times did we watch that video in our living rooms? Many. But let's also remember... You know, I didn't know he passed away until you guys told me that tonight. And Nick... (laughs) Nick said, I didn't know he's so... You know, it's... it's, The music came alive. 
is what they're saying. And, you know, we have MTV, and we're the MTV generation. Tom, are you there? Tom? Tom Tom? Sawyer. Eartha Tom. Did we lose Tom? Oh, I think we did. Sorry, but Tom. Would you Call guys back. Consider us as the MTV generation. Jonathan. No, I'm here. Wait, is that okay. Tom? Yeah. No, that's Jonathan. Oh wait, John. Would you agree that we're the MTV generation? Uh. I don't know. Like, I, I don't really know what classifies as that anymore. Uh, right. Because, you know, I, know, I guess 40-year-olds like, and 30-year-olds might X. be, but... Are we Generation X? Are we... Oh, yes, yeah, we're generation... We're, we're the generation of... Uh, what? Who? Why? Wait, Where? are you... MTV generation or are you 16 and pregnant generation? I'm going MTV generation. If you're asking me that question. Okay, there we go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think 16 and pregnant came on like 20 years uh, later. (laughs) Oh, God. Now it's the catfish generation. (laughs) Oh, I love catfish. Oh my gosh! I was like watching it. I was like, I can't wait to see who the uh, you don't want to make fun of the guy or girl. I'm gonna actually watch an episode tonight because I have it on. uh, I have like a Roku TV, and uh, on the the Roku TV I have like the MTV uh, channel thing, so I can uh, stream uh, old episodes, I guess, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and so I'm, I'm looking forward to actually watch. watching a couple of them. I haven't uh, seen a lot of them recently. Very You're cool. watching your uh, first episode on <laughs> Joe Plain, not TV. Uh, I've yeah. seen By every way. episode. I'm waiting for the next one because I watched all of them. <laughs> I like the Katy Perry one. All right, all right, uh, so uh, let's play a little a bit of a sound bite. Um, Go ahead. All right, let's see. I'm trying to, okay. Look, honey, I'm old, Jonathan, and I need my glasses. Yeah. I don't know. I lost my glasses. Joe, maybe yeah. Nick, found my glasses. Congratulations! Do you want to say anything? Hi, happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year, Nick. Busy too. Yeah. I'm always busy. Always, we know. Uh, by the way, guys, before Francie cues anything up, I will let you know I will be out in Pasadena 
April 7th. Hold on. Let me get the date correct. I don't want to screw up the date. So, Mr. Brett. Yeah. You're still with us. Uh, I am. I will be down in Pasadena on April 7th through the 9th of this year for Monster Palooza. So, if anyone out in the L.A. area or anywhere else would like to come, Come check out Monster Palooza, great time, and I'll run down the guest list real quick. So far, our guest list, guest list includes Kane Hoddick from Friday the 13th, and uh, a lot of fun stuff. Tom Savini, Rico Browning from The Creature from the Black Lagoon, Gray Canham, Academy Award makeup artist, Kenny Myers as well, makeup artist. Uh, Samantha Mathis from American Psycho, oh, The Strain, Rogan Arrow, uh, Under the Dome, of course, uh, my favorite movie, Pump Up the Volume, uh, yes, Stephen Patty, uh, Watchmen, The Strain, later. 300, Hello. Hold On, yes, George Wint from Cheers, uh, and House, William Cat, Carrie, The Greatest American Hero, House, uh, Barbara Steele, that will be there. Terry Kaiser. Everyone remembers Terry uh, from Weekends of Bernie's 1 and 2. And also on Friday the 13th, Part 7. That's right. He was also on Friday the 13th, Part 7. Steve Johnson, makeup artist and FX artist from Night of the Demons, Big Trouble, Little China, Species, Fright Night. Uh, Let's see. Harry Manfredini. Ari Lehman. Yes, Francie. You need to be at this convention, Nick. Uh, uh, you well, yeah. Ari Lehman, uh, Harry Manfredini, who's always a great guy. The musician from the music from Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Kyoto Brothers. Kyoto's. Basil Gugu. Let's see. John Post. Bill Diamond. Uh, the Cheney family, uh, Sarah Carloff, a uh, good friend of mine I haven't seen in a long time, former editor of Fangoria, Anthony Capone, and Bella Lugosa. Bella Lugosi Jr. There it is. That's the wow. guest list so far for Monster so Palooza in April. This is called Monster Palooza. It's a convention mostly made up of makeup artists and uh, some celebs that they get to come. And you get to watch people do makeup on people. And they oh, do panels yeah. or they'll the do greatest trainings. American hero is going to be there? Yeah, the greatest American hero, William Cat, will be there with George Wayne. William Cat. from Cheers. Uh, also, George Wendt is doing a huge. Uh, he oh, wrote a couple of books of based basically on fear. Yeah. Fear. Hey, uh, hey Joe. Joe. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody wants Joe's attention right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jonathan. Hold on, friends. Go ahead, Jonathan. Uh, well, I was just going to say, I heard a funny story. Um, I guess uh, one of the people I'm friends with uh, represents uh, George Wendt. And they were at a convention, and uh, when they went to the bar, everybody goes, Norm! Oh! Oh, I imagine. 
if you're at a Pretty convention, sure that's probably you're Judge Wynn. Or is he yeah, right. like, Norm? Norm. <laughs> It'd be like, uh, just like with Alan Rickman in Galaxy Quest. He's really going like, oh, God, why am I here? Why? Right, oh, exactly. Right, I'm having a beer. Because I need the money. You know, it, it, this convention is a lot of fun. And maybe, uh, you know, Jackie Hall, if you're listening, since you might be in the California area, I don't know if she still is or not. She still but is. But Jackie, yeah. you should come up to for this. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Just hang I'll, out. I'll let her people. know about it. Because I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be trying to do interviews. So, and of course, Nick and Ramsey should show up. So should Brett. I was hoping you would say that. Because, because I'm, I... I've everybody. actually named one of my chocolate labs Norm. <laughs> and the reason why is because whenever he walks in the room, Norm. <laughs> there you go. Hey, but, Joe. Yeah. Really yes, wanted yeah, to I'm do fine. an interview with him, and he's one of the guys. Like, you know, you got Phil Collins and Gene Wilder mm, yeah. passed away. I mean, there's yeah. certain people you want to talk to. Yeah, and and some of these people no, are Phil really Collins good. Did not just die, Nick. Yes, uh, go ahead, know, Brad. There's, there's people that you grew up <laughs> okay. with. Hold on, Brad. I'm watching Go ahead, Brad. Like George <laughs> Costanza, too. You know, you got to yeah. do that interview, too. There Sorry, you Brad. Uh, go ahead, Brad. You got a copy? Brad. Everybody got a copy? Not yet. Yeah, I got a copy. I got okay. a copy of something. But, yeah, as as I said, this will be a fun time, uh, it, you know, sure. out here in Pasadena. But go ahead, so, Brett. Listen, Ed, you and I have been trying to get, I think, I think uh, this year in uh, April, right? Yeah, this year's April. Okay, this, this would probably be the fifth time that you and I have been trying to get together. Seriously, and yes. every time I always have something else going on to where I end up not making it up. And Pasadena is like down the street from me compared to where you're coming from. Like every year, Joe, Joe we're going to get together, man. Joe, what hotel are you going to be at? Uh, yeah. where, where, where are we going to yeah. be at on the floor? And I never right. fucking make it. This year, uh, well, I'm going to try to get this done. Yeah, you've got to just, you know, this is the fun thing about Monster Palooza. Even though. I personally, I personally prefer um, Burbank, but mm-hmm. you know. But then the convention, and this is for anyone listening, the convention, the convention got so big out in Burbank that they had to move it they, to Pasadena. due to the fire marshal law, they had to move the convention to a bigger space. So they moved right. it last year to Pasadena. <laughs> Uh, but that's you not know, a bad thing. It's just, no, it's not. Hey. It's not. And I uh, yeah, hold on, Ben. I I don't knock 
Pasadena. I, I liked, I loved the convention. And then, of course, they do the spinoff, Son of Monster Palooza, still at Burbank. So mm-hmm. if you miss Monster Palooza in April, you can always wait until October or November, uh, whenever they do it, I guess. And so it's a lot of fun. And everyone uh, should try to come out for this convention. It's it's a great time. Right, right. And go and ahead, this year. I'm gonna. I am yes. gonna try to make it out this year. I, you know what, Joe? Yes. I've always disappointed you over the last four years. <laughs> this year, I'm gonna try to make it happen because you and I, we've been yeah. doing stuff oh, together yeah. for a long time here. <laughs> you know, doing radio together. And oh yeah. I gotta tell you, man. This year, I'm gonna really try to look for that top hat in the crowd. Oh yeah, and by the way, it'll be kind of easy to find me. Just look for the herd of, of fans. No. Uh, <laughs> or better yet, uh, you know, just like, you know, give me a call, uh, you know, and I'll let you know where I'm at, and I'll come out and I'll meet you, you know, out well, in front of number, the dude. convention. You're, 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 oh, yeah. The, the, the old number gone. I have for you is changed, so you got, yeah, you got to yeah, send me your new number, dude. I will. I'll email it to you after the show, so... Yeah, I'll send it over Facebook, private message, you know. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.